ready to stop spinning your wheels and start moving your business forward, you're in the right place. On each episode of Accelerate to Achieve, we'll discuss a crucial step in the journey, offering tips and advice that you can apply immediately within your own company. From financial management to customer success to digital transformation, we'll cover it all while providing leadership lessons from top industry insiders. In just 15 minutes, you'll be inspired to build momentum through action and achieve incredible results. Welcome to Accelerate to Achieve, the podcast that moves you from question to answer and idea to execution. Hello, and welcome back to the latest edition of the Accelerate to Achieve podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Walter, the founder of Perils Advisory. The devil's in the details. Does thinking about the big picture just leave us with our head in the clouds? Our guest today will tell us why securing alignment to our broader business strategies and goals is paramount to us. Today, we're incredibly fortunate to be joined by Dan Delco, the founder of Drive Creative Agency. With more than 15 years of agency experience, he loves helping clients and their teams get great work done. His obsession with process, workflow, and analysis drives his passion for client delivery. Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate you guys having me. So as we kick things off here, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, the journey, and kind of how your company's grown to where it is now? Oh, absolutely, Ryan. So um, like you said, uh, you know, I've had about 15 years agency experience at different levels from leadership roles to, um, you know, project management to, you know, nothing super, uh, super heavy on the creative side. I can't even draw stick figures, but I know how to help people, right? And, um, but I worked for, you know, several different agencies and, you know, we, we, we did good work, right. Did, um, you know, good brand work, good, uh, you know, web work, all these kind of things. And I just kind of woke up one day and I realized that, you know, all we're doing is kind of widgets, right? Like I, I, I wasn't able to see, um, farther downfield, right. I wasn't able to take a small company or a mid-sized company and help them, you know, reach their larger goals because we were too busy, like being in the weeds and, um, you know, uh, building items for them instead of, uh, instead of really kind of moving mountains for them. So about five years ago, um, myself and my business partner, uh, Corey, uh, formed Drive Creative Agency. And that was our really our main focus. We wanted to really take an analytical and strategic look at how we can truly help companies. Um, you know, whether whether you're you're growth oriented and we want to go from you know thirty million a year to sixty million a year over you know three or four years, whatever that strategy or whatever that um, goal set is. Um, and we wanted to be able to put that strategy together and and really just kind of deliver on that. Um, and that way we, we were able to make just a much larger impact for our clients. And I know that we do that um, pretty consistently now. And, uh, that's really my main motivation. I love, I don't, I, I have no interest in having a ton of, uh, you know, a massive amount of clients that we do a little bit of work for. I'm much more interested in having a small amount of clients that we can really help them go from, you know, A to B over time. So with kind of five years under your belt, just with the organization and maybe some things uh, maturing, is there some consistency or some standard things you do in the way you approach engaging with a new business? Yeah, for sure. Great question, actually. The, um, it, you know, the first couple of uh, years of owning your own agency, at least in my experience, um, you know, there's a, kind of a labor bloodbath because you're trying to figure out how to do a lot of things that you really never considered uh, before. Um, but along those lines, I also learned a lot. And, it, you know, one of the largest things is, 
really just, and I say it in to my, you know, to my group all the time is listen intently without judgment, right? Um, it doesn't, you know, to us, it really doesn't matter, you know, where you are or how you got there. It's, it's really that vision of, you know, where are you currently and where do you want to go? Right. And, um, when you start with that methodology, it's really, it's, uh, you know, to us, it's, it's, it simplifies everything because we, we have the ability to look at everything with a soft set of eyes, but the key is understanding, um, and having a, that intimate conversation about where, you know, who do you, who do you want to be, where, you know, what are your growth goals? Um, and a lot of times, you know, we don't get the most clear answer for that. Right. And that's why, um, you know, sometimes there's symptoms and, you know, we have to use our expertise to kind of evaluate what's uh, what's really going on, because, you know, sometimes when you're dealing with leadership groups, everyone has like, you know, different uh, dogs in the fight as far as, you know, what's most important to them. And, you know, you have to be respectful of that, but you also have to have that broad perspective about, OK, what are we really trying to no, and I'd love to dive into that last part a little bit deeper that you brought up. And I mm -hmm. think it's similar to doctors, right? They hear about a lot of symptoms, um, yeah. but that isn't exactly uh, <laughs> the solution. So how do you actually go about getting an understanding of the true understanding, the underlying problems that they have mm -hmm. that are leading to those symptoms? Absolutely right. It, you know, a lot of times it's it's very intimate conversations, right? Um and a lot of times it takes you a little while to get there. A lot of times it might be more closed door conversations, right? And because you have to understand the want or the need, right? So, and whatever the, you know, I, every client's different and every, everybody's, uh, you know, that that situational um, circumstance that everyone's, uh, you know, looking at within their own business is is what makes it challenging and fun, right? But it's like, what's the focus, right? Are like from a marketing perspective, are are you a twenty million dollar uh, company and you're positioning your uh, your brand sold like over the next three years, right? So that's a that's a very specific uh, ask, right? And there's a, you can absolutely build a strategy around that, or you know, is it are you all about new customer acquisition? Are you all about attracting new employees? I mean, there's there's a million different ways that you can. Um, that you can uh, utilize marketing uh, internally, externally, all that kind of stuff. But so a lot of it is listening to um, symptoms that 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 are coming through in a lot of different directions, but then having the ability to kind of close that door and just say, listen, like we're all just people. We're all just people trying to solve problems, right? What are we, what are we actually trying to solve here, right? Are you trying to, like I said, you know, position to sell? Are you trying to, um, you know, you just built a new facility and you have max bandwidth and you want to fill that pipeline with, uh, you know, new customers or like, or do you have uh, more than enough business that you know what to do with and you can't find, identify, hire and retain employees fast enough to fill those roles, right? So it's really just a matter of, you know, putting a soft set of eyes on everything and truly asking the questions, but just be quiet and listen, right? Because if you do a good job, use your, your experience to really listen to what, um, problems are trying to be solved um then then use your expertise to help a strategy around that if that makes sense no, no it does and i'm wondering if you also encounter uh i don't know if you call it a challenge or maybe a misconception at that beginning stage two to what clients actually come to expect or think marketing is <laughs> And how it can help them address those problems. Like I don't, I would imagine. I mean, I see it in consulting and other things I do. They're, you know, they're often they just want the answer. So, are there things where you're commonly, um, I hate to say, re-educating, but 
working with them to understand what it is, maybe things it can do, it can't do that they didn't realize it could do. Right. So, um, you know, where do, where do things fall there for you? No, absolutely. Right. So it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, it is a lot about, um, not only education, but like, it's, it's really, it's always to me, at least it's always about getting to the core of the problem. Right. Like some, some, we have some clients that are, oh my gosh, you know, we've got so much, uh, you know, traffic to our website, and, you know, traffic from traffic from trade shows or whatever it might be. Right. Which is great. I mean, it's a great problem to have, but, um, you know, I mean, number one, is it the right traffic? Right. So, I mean, if you, if you, if you have, you know, 20,000, you know, hits to your website every month, but you, you only have, you know, um, 30 converting, then, you know, like that's a huge indicator. Right. And like, I mean, just for, for, you know, quick theory, you know, that might just be a messaging issue, right? You're driving a ton of traffic. It might be the wrong traffic, or you might just be sending the wrong message to the people landing on you. It might be the right traffic, but you're sending the wrong message to them about who you are, what you do and the communities that you serve. And therefore they're leaving without converting anyway. Right. So there is, I mean, a lot of it is just, I mean, it all stems from, you know, what problem are you trying to solve? Right. And from that, it's really just putting together the, the just the, just the building blocks to succeed. Right. Um, does that answer your question? Sorry. No, it absolutely does. Um, and I think it was great. And actually, I'd like to go back to something you said sort of in the previous answer to um, mm -hmm. you talked about supporting recruiting strategies and others. And I'd like to pull our view out a bit. Um, as we think about marketing strategy and how it can help us achieve our broadest business goal, I think people always go to, oh, how it's going to help my sales. But can you align it to achieving probably a lot more of your goals than people come to expect or realize? Oh my gosh, yes. So um, if, if you'll indulge me, I'll tell you, uh, you know, a short, well, I'm a little long-winded today, sorry, but a short story, right? It was a client that we had um, about two years ago and um, we were contracted out to, it was a big client, um, much bigger than we normally uh, serve. There were about 2.1, 2.2 billion in annual revenue. And um, we were contracted out to do their website, right? It was a great project. I mean, fun. Um, we did, you know, we shot a ton of video and um, wrote a bunch of content, just really, really nuts and bolts stuff that we really enjoy doing. And um, as I'm uh, working with, uh, you know, some of their leadership team that we were engaged with, um, they made mention that the entire budget for the website was coming from their HR department. And then everyone went back into talking about SOWs and timelines and all that kind of stuff. And I said, wait a minute, you know, I've, I've done this a few hundred times. I've never seen a budget this size come from an HR department. Can, I mean, talk to me like I'm three, like really truly explain to me so I understand. And they said that um, they, you know, they they were, you know, they had uh, brand new contracts, you know, for the next five years with Ford and Tesla and GM and whoever else um, that they were swimming a new business, but they, um, can't find, identify, hire, and retain um, mid to senior level engineers and executives fast enough, and they're um, they're outsourcing, um, you know, uh, several million dollars a year and to recruiter firms, uh, recruitment firms to do it for them, and they wanted to in house some of that cost. I'm like, all right, great, now we've got a problem to solve, right? Now we're getting to the core of it. So we go ahead and we're building the websites, and you know, they really enjoy the creative and the you know and um they're really happy with the uh the progression of the website and everything and i started talking to the um you know the senior uh, senior vp that was in charge of the project and uh as i'm talking to him i said well you know you know yes this will help you know uh 
draw more people to the or to apply because the only KPI that everyone really cared about was again the applications of mid senior level engineers and executives that they were lacking, and so we um you know he said you know will that help us convert i said well yeah but you're not doing anything actively to drive people to that right so um what we ended up doing is i just asked him i said you know you're a two billion dollar company do you have good story arc from your employees right you know like uh you know lisa started you know here five years later she's there and you know show a huge um story arc and I said, of course. So I said, okay, well, give me uh, give me maybe a dozen of those people. One of them happened to be a guy. It was, I think his name is Jeff. But we um, kind of made him a poster boy for the campaign. But he started in 97, 1997 with the company as a low, lower level business analyst. And by 2017, he was the newly named uh, CFO of a $2 billion company, right? That's a great uh, employment story to tell. So what we ended up doing was um, we went back in and we got uh, a bunch of... Um, interview footage, more video and more, uh, you know, uh, uh, photography and case studies and all this kind of stuff. We created a, you know, amassed a large amount of content and we created a digital campaign that we ran on LinkedIn, pointed at those senior level engineers and executives and ran um, a, like a four month campaign and their applications went up um, almost, what was it, about 1400% over the course of that uh, that campaign, right? They, they got another 34, 3,500 um, applicants um, that fit that KPI that they were looking for. So to answer your question, I mean, I know it's a long story and I apologize, but to answer your question, yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many different ways to um, better utilize marketing, um, whether it's staffing, and that's just one example, right? But whether it's staffing or, uh, you know, like I have uh, several clients that, uh, you know, originally they, everyone wants some sales and that's awesome, but um, they, what people don't realize is to actively market to your current client base um over new customer acquisition i mean it's so much easier faster more profitable traditionally depending on what industry you might be in to harvest your current client base and market to your current client base we have clients that when they came to us um 90 of their uh, customers were buying one service or one product from them right i said that's i mean depending on what industry you're in of course but um to educate their uh client base so they understand the full totality of their capabilities and how they can help them in, in a lot more directions than just a single service is really invaluable. So, so that's what I'm saying is every customer is just different, but you have to, you have to, you have to have the ability to have a soft set of eyes and truly listen to what's going on to, uh, in order to help them. So I think as we almost get to that tail end of what you were talking about there and in, in, in some of those uh, metrics you delivered, you know, if I talk Google analytics, with people, their eyes roll out of their head and it scares them to death, right? Yeah, uh, for sure. Social, everything, There, there's a thousand ways to look at things. So I think it's really scary for people. And I would say from your perspective, you know, are there effective and impactful ways to truly measure results that don't overwhelm us? And, and what might that look like? Um, yeah, I tell, you, I tell you what, it's another great question, right? The, um, I had a client one time and I've never forgot it. He, um, we were showing him, you know, new technologies and cooler way to do stuff. And he had to be real pessimistic, but it was a really good uh, phrase. He said, yeah, everyone's got a better mousetrap. Nobody has any uh, more dead mice, right? And that really kind of resonated with me um, because it's so easy to get lost in the sea of uh, analytics, right? 
And I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, the analytics are great. I love reporting, right? I love when you can look at um, simple conversions and say, hey, we did this, you did X, Y, and Z. This, these, these are the quantifiable results, which is awesome, right? Um, but you have to, you know, to me, I tried to simplify and I, I mean, with each client is different, but really the only thing that really matters, like if it's new customer acquisition, okay, cool. Where do we, you know, what's our baseline? Where do we start at? What's, uh, you know, how much money did we spend? And then how much money came in, right? And and I know it, it gets more complicated than that, but, you know, as long as you have the key, the key uh, performance indicators that show the right information, right? Because, you know, I mean, conversions on a website don't matter if if people aren't buying right um but there's also you know there's i mean then you can also get into like brand awareness campaigns right which is i mean you can measure seo right you can measure digital campaigns you can measure um you know uh traction from trade show uh uh, uh booths and all that kind of stuff but you get into more um brand awareness you know billboards and radio and all that kind of stuff which is almost it's nearly untrackable right and I'm not saying that there's no merit there, right? Some brands, it's a great defensive strategy. I mean, um, I'm in, based out of Michigan. We have a large hospital network uh, here that they spend um, a ton of money just as a defensive strategy because they have, you know, the entire, you know, the their entire uh, media donut covered, right? And they always want to protect that. And that takes brand awareness. And that's totally cool. But for, you know, anyone who's not a, you know, <laughs> $700 million uh you know, um, uh, healthcare group, um, you know, you really have to be careful where you spend money. I mean, and I see it all the time is you see people spending on radio and billboard and all that kind of stuff. And I look at it very pragmatically. And to me, it's just simple. Like for that same money you're spending like that, there's like, if you had a more well thought out strategy, you could spend it on digital or whatever, whatever the medium might be best for you. Um, you know, you could get, you know, you could five X, 10 X, the, uh, the uh the positive effect that you can have or the positive impact that you can have on your business by that spend is is i I hope i answered that for you yeah you absolutely did um and i'm not just don't overanalyze you just don't overanalyze just understand just the i mean you don't need 600 indicators you just need three or four that really tell the story and it's really you know again there's tons of indicators in every direction don't overthink it, but just really understand what your your what your very unique situation is and what your what your goal set is, and then figure out your metric from that. And I mean, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than you know three or four really dialed in um, analytics for you to look at. So that way, you don't get you know baffled by BS, as they say. Well, keep it simple seems to uh, yeah. apply across the board for many of us. So. In that vein, we're keeping it simple, and I'm not asking you to throw uh, competitors under the bus, but are there mistakes sure. you see that businesses make when it comes to their engagement with other marketing providers, and and how are you trying to do things differently? Oh, for sure, for sure, right. And it's not. Um, I don't ever want to push, um, you know, blame on clients or other agencies. You know, all I can speak for is, you know, my agency and you know my work history, right. And I mean, to me, so much, um, there's an old phrase in the uh, agency world, and it's um, every agency gets the clients that they deserve, right? Um, And that works upstream and downstream. So every client deserves, you know, the agency that they deserve as well. Um, And to me, it's really just about anything else. It's about finding people that 
that understand you, right? That understand, like, you know, an agency should seek out clients that understand how how best they can help, right? I'm a big fan of uh, Jim Collins' uh, good to great, right? The hedgehog uh, theory, right? Where, you know, just find the two, three, four things that you can be truly exceptional at, right? And you don't have to be everything to everyone, right? But if you understand intimately how you help um, the community that you serve, right? And just be terrific at that, right? But you have to be a good communicator. You have to be, I see I, I see a lot of um, agencies that, you know, they're, like I mentioned, you know, they started this call that, um, you know, they're, they're very interested in making widgets, right? And I mean, listen, there's, I mean, there's tons of people that do great web and do uh, great brand work and all that kind of stuff, which is awesome. I absolutely love it, right? It helps make impact for clients. But if you but if you're not having those intimate conversations um, with your clients about where they truly want to go and who they truly are, then you're really you're doing a disservice to them um, by not taking the time to really understand that. Because at the end of the day, you can only make so much impact for uh, with a widget. Right. And you're, the goal is to help move mountains for the people that you work with because they deserve it. And, and you 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 owe it to them. I mean, that's your that's your job. That's your uh your obligation to them is to help them in any way that you possibly can succeed, right? But if you don't truly understand what success looks like to them, then you're really, you're really, I mean, you might be able to help them, but you won't be able to truly help them. No, I couldn't agree more. And you know what? I don't want to end on a sour note, only talking about the, the stuff that isn't going well or mistakes. So, you know, for businesses that feel like maybe they're spinning their wheels and their marketing investment hasn't yielded the results what advice do you have for them what should they sure. be doing stop so they should stop stop everything right stop everything take a deep breath and and, and and take a good strong look at what you're doing right what what are you doing what have you done what's working what's not working um you know don't chase widgets don't chase shiny things and just stop and breathe right what i look at you know i ask my team all the time right what do we keep doing stop doing and start doing Right. You have to have uh, an analytical approach to what you're uh, what you're trying to do. And if you are working with an agency, are you truly working with the agency or are, are, are you just telling them what to do in there and 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 they're just doing it and you're under 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 utilizing their expertise. Right. So that's um, you know, that's that's really the kind of the core of it is are you are you connected with the right group of people that, that like understands you, that just gets you, that like gets what you're trying to do and is there to help you like no matter what, when it's okay to deliver bad news or not even bad news. It's okay to tell a client, no, we think that you're wrong. Right. Because that's, I mean, that's your job. That's, that's your professional obligation is to give the absolute best advice possible and to work with teams um, to get them to educate them up. Right. So they can be the, the best version of them, their selves. And you have the ability to help transform their business. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I understand. Like, I love marketing. I, I jump out of bed every morning um, to do it. Right. But most of the people that we help I and mean, we like we can help them in huge ways. But the work is all theirs. We're just you know, we, we play a one percent role in their movie. Just, you know, helping them get from from a small point A to a small point B so they can continue on their story, if that makes sense. No, thank you very much. And I think everybody can really take that to heart. And Dan, I just wanted to thank you for joining us on the podcast. And before we go, is there anything mm -hmm. you'd like to say for those interested in learning more? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm a real open book. Um, I'm happy to talk to anybody. I mean, obviously, I'm, <laughs> uh, I love what I do. Um, and if anybody has any questions, you know, about marketing or, you know, branding or scalability with, uh, with, you know, their internal marketing team, I mean, I'm wide open for, for questions or, you know, anything like that. So you can contact me at, uh, Dan, uh, Dan at drivecreativeagency.com or visit our website at drivecreative, I'm sorry, drivecreativeagency.com. Well, again, thank you. And we're going to include everything Dan's mentioned in the show notes. And I hope you've all enjoyed this latest edition in our Spotlight series. Thank you for listening today, and I look forward to joining you on the next episode. Until then, I'm Ryan Walter, and remember that solving your biggest business problems begins when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more. At Parallels Advisory, our focus is your business's future. Having the right insight, experience, and perspective makes all the difference when tackling far-reaching issues within your company. We are here to simplify the steps, unlock your potential, and move you forward, making your vision a reality. We've helped startups achieve massive growth, mid-sized businesses navigate digital transformation, and enterprises embrace innovation. Wondering how to jumpstart your business and move it forward? Contact us to discuss your audacious goals during a complimentary consultation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Accelerate to Achieve. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. Got a question, feedback on the program, or interested in being a guest? Simply go to perils.co forward slash A2A podcast and send us a message. To learn more about our work or to book a consultation, visit us at perils.co forward slash contact. Until next time, Remember that solving your biggest business problems begin when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more.